Doing the homily, I'd like to invite you all to uh, pray with me first. That those words be inside of me, that that message of Christ, and especially the message of the mystery of the cross, be proclaimed. So just take a moment right now and we pray. There's so many things that we think of as the cross of Christ. And I think there's, I'm praying a lot about this in this homily, there's uh, four qualities, characteristics, I think, that make the cross of Christ different than something that we have made up to be a cross, that we've hang on to that's not really the cross of Christ. The first thing is that the cross of Christ is something that we were repulsed by. We don't want it but we're given a freedom to say yes to it, to affirm it in some way. Just like Jesus in the agony of the garden, Mount of Olives. There's a path that leads right down into Jerusalem up to the crucifixion. And there's a back road that leads you out of the back mountain and you can take off. That choice was always before him, but he said yes to this cross. So that first dimension of a freedom, even though before the cross we're repulsed by it. The second is the the cross always builds community. When you hang on to the cross, a whole crowd gathers around you. And you start seeing not only the person of Christ, but the body of Christ, the whole community. If it's the real cross of Christ, you'll start seeing a whole crowd around you. The cross of Christ brings third uh, clarity about life, world around you. What is reality? What's true? What's false? And before this, we become really, really humble. Because before that cross, we need and we hang on to God more than anything else. And then in that humility, gratitude comes out of our heart. And you say, Lord, you have me. Gratitude. The last quality of the cross, the cross of Christ, is that it draws us to God. It even does what we call imitatio Christi. Makes us look like Christ. So I'd like to tell you three stories. (laughs) There's a parishioner here in our, our community. She is amazing. She has a son who has autism. And that her son is a great gift. A person is not the cross. But the struggle with autism in the family has been so incredibly hard that some days she simply says, God, I can't. I don't want this. I never wanted it. I don't want it for my son. I don't want it for the rest of the family. I can't do it. But she embraces it. She doesn't run the other way. And what begins to happen is this amazing community all gathers around her to help her in carrying the cross. 
And she sees clearly who's important. The weak, the vulnerable, the small. They're little Christs. Right there. And she grows as, I'm amazed whenever I hear her speak, when others hear her speak as well. And with those that she works with here in her parish. The humility that just pours out of her heart. She keeps on, she cries often about how grateful she is to Christ. Amazing. The cross doesn't go away. And she glows. Imitatio Christi. She feels she's getting closer and closer to God. And the fact is, as you look at her, she starts to glow with the presence of Christ. I think that's the cross of Christ. She just moves in such a way that, no, no, but I say yes. Then a community takes shapes the body of Christ all around her, helping her. Helping her and her family and her son. And the clarity about what's important, humility and gratitude rises up. And in her, I see Christ. Gosh, such a gift. Second story. It involves every single one of you. And everywhere, any, everyone on this planet. The pandemic is the cross of Christ. Do we want it? Absolutely not. And there's those that want to run away and say, it's not even here, just take the mask off. It's not really. I remember one person telling me, it's all a hoax, the doctors are all lying. 500,000 people have died in this country. It's all a lie. But there are those who put on their mask, who grieve, and embrace it. And then you see this amazing community take shape. Frontline workers. I never thought a grocery store person, I've never seen them so valuable as they, they made sure that the supplies of soap and, and toilet paper were there. Critical. The doctors and the nurses. And this pandemic. It's amazing, not only building this community all around, of those who have been incredibly generous, those looking for a cure and finding it. A community that goes across boundaries and borders and sharing of resources. That humanity is one. That sickness has shaped us and said we are one. We see as the eyes of God see. Clarity. Who's been hit the hardest? Persons of color, the poor. The lack of health care for so many of our people. Our brothers and sisters in Dandora and Kibera. Clarity. You hang on to the cross. You see clearly. We belong to each other. The pandemic seems to have a greater resemblance to the cross of Christ. And of course, we can run away and ignore it, or we can walk towards it. And then we grow in humility. How many waves do we have to go through? 
And yet finally we just say, God, we need you. That humility, they said, I'm grateful for my kids. I remember this eighth grader just turned to me and said, this pandemic, I've never spent so much time with the gift of my family, an eighth grader. <laughs> one mom said, one, had just, one of the kids had come back from school, a fifth grader. <laughs> she said, my son came home happy to go to school. <laughs> and he came home and did the dishes without being asked. This is miraculous. Clarity, humility, gratitude, gratitude. God has not left us, but called us through the cross to be more. Imitatio Christi. Could God be taking the whole world and making it into the body of Christ? Maybe. Maybe. Boy, there's got to be a lot more work. But there is, Ignatius would say, God labors for us. Reshaping us, remaking us. And fills us with his face. On the cross and in the resurrection. Last story. This is harder. Much Much more personal. Is this little cross of cancer part of the cross of Christ? I must say I've had an awful lot of arguments. Every single day I just say, Lord, I'm going the other way, up the back way to the Mount Gethsemane. I'm heading north. I'm out of here. And on Tuesdays, I wear not a T-shirt, just a regular button-down shirt, so that when I go into chemo every Tuesday, they can plug in to my port. And as I'm driving over there, seven minutes away, Angela's Clinic, I'm saying all the time, I hate it, I can't stand it, get me out of here. And I sit in the chair, they plug me in, and Christ steps into the room and says, Dave, thanks. I said, I'm not staying here for long, you know. His face is so clear every Tuesday. And what happens to saying yes, this community, hundreds and hundreds, crazy people like you, There's some people, some guys in the men's fellowship, uh, fishers of men, they get up at 5.30 in the morning to say a rosary for me. I don't even do that. (laughs) There's a group of friends that are getting up every hour for 24 hours in the day to pray for me throughout the west coast of the U.S. I'm sorry, I'm getting my Z's at 3 in the morning. What's wrong with them? Because the cross doesn't belong to me. The cross belongs to the whole community. And if I just say yes, everybody else has already said yes. And the clarity that starts to happen when the community takes shapes the body of Christ. 
what's really important, what's not, what's so shallow, so vain, so ridiculous. Trying to achieve my salvation by just working, working, working. And Christ says, no, you're going to bed. It's the middle of the day, Lord. You're going to bed. Father David, my brother, yesterday said something, a whole thing, his homily was absolutely fantastic for Holy Thursday. He was talking about one story of the priest who says, use me, Lord, use me. And the Lord responded, you use me. It really, that phrase, and Father David said, really pissed me off. (laughs) Jesus, I said, come on, this is a waste. Come on, knock it off. And Jesus says, Dave, use me, lean on me, trust me. So clarity, humility is the truth of who we are. We need God. And gratitude, gratitude is so easy just looking at all of you. And all the other people who continue to just make body of Christ real. Gosh. The last part, imitatio Christi. I really don't know. One of my closest friends of 50 years simply said, Dave, I can see Christ in you. I said, yeah, look a little harder, buddy. You know what the argument is about? I can't use those kind of profanities in the church. Okay? And that's normal conversation. And yet, Christ is here. His holy cross is here. And his holy cross is not just about me or you. We embrace it and the world is saved. It's a doorway that opens up to so much more. What's important, what's valuable, who's important, all of us. We belong to each other. We begin to see, I begin to see with the eyes of God. So, maybe the work is let go of and Christ does enter right inside it and he lives inside it. And it's not so much work. I still am going to be arguing. It's probably half of my character. But I think Christ is around near. My friends, this day on Good Friday, this holy, holy day, look in your life and find the cross of Christ and tie yourself to the rest of the body of Christ that saves you and me and the entire world. Amen.